In the summer of 1914, Europe shook with the fissures of national discontentment and imperialism, as the great empires strengthened their networks of alliances and, in effect, sowed seeds of enmity. Distant nations fell victims to the lure of patriotism and the hunt for adventure. Thousands of miles away from the old world, the satellites of the British Empire also prepared for war. Roughly two million men enlisted from England's Commonwealth. In 1914, the New Zealand Expeditionary Force had an effective strength of 25,685 men. Soon, however, students, athletes, farmers and clerks embraced the call for volunteers with the unanimous fervour of imperial patriotism. By the end of the war, over 100,000 men had enlisted in New Zealand alone. This number is not remarkable in and of itself, until we consider that the total population of New Zealand in 1914 was an estimated 1,089,000, thus 9% of the country's population, all men aged 20 to 40, embarked on active service. More than 16,000 of these men died between early August 1914 and the armistice of November 1918. Another 40,000 men were wounded in the same four years. Among these men, who were fighting and dying far from home, was a simple chaplain, Presbyterian, Catholic, Methodist. These men were humble soldiers of Christ, sent to succour the wounded and provide peace to the dying. They served in hospitals and aid stations. They walked the trenches and lingered near the front lines. They gathered the wounded from no man's land and bivouacked with their regiments when relieved from duty. It's easy to assume that they were kept out of harm's way, but the risk taken by chaplains was, if anything, greater on the whole than that taken by the men who went right into the attack. The chaplain was not equipped with gun or bayonet, and the badge of the Red Cross, which might have provided a modicum of safety, was not always a discernible or discouraging symbol on the field of battle. The men in this collection were all chaplains. Some were Catholic, some Presbyterian, some Methodist. Some were born outside New Zealand, some were descendants of British immigrants. Some left behind children, a few of which the fathers would never meet. A few took part in the Dardanelles campaign, while the others found themselves entrenched in Belgium or France. They committed themselves to the demands of battle and the needs of the men with whom they served. Each of these men volunteered to be a part of the war effort. Each of these men died for king and country. These are the New Zealand Padres of World War One.